If you like watching hairy little dogs and spiky scaled animals totally screw it up online, then you need to follow our Instagram. Lasso Apso Armadillo Fails. That's a long way to go. Are we finally ready to start? Live from the City of Roses. I thought this would be funny, but it's not. This is LAAF. Everyone thinks we're incompetent. With Grace Faye. I just want to tell you all how happy I am to be back in the studio. Grace! And another unsung blue-collar hero. Jimmy McCammon. Don't you sometimes hate yourself? Constantly. The old team together again. Nothing can stop us. This. You must have dreamed about this moment for a thousand times. Is L-A-A-F. How'd you like it? Oh, I didn't. Thank you. I'm going to leave them the worst review. I love it, Pomona. And action. Okay. Oh, shit, everybody. Force fields up. Here comes Will Smith. Everybody back away slowly. All right. Back away. Everybody He's in Hollywood's in. afraid. They were scared. We're being menaced by a terrorist. I think a lot of people thought I was impressive, him slapping Chris Rock. He got... Well, I think I think some like Tiffany Haddish said she was proud he defended his woman. Oh yeah, I like uh, Ryan Long. Go follow Ryan Long at uh, Ryan Long Comedy. Um, he had a good sketch where he plays a comedian who is against all the all the bald wife jokes. Mm. He says there's too many of them, and uh, we need to cut that out. All right, in comedy, everybody. That's one thing that's not funny, as he says. Well, I guess Will Smith had made a dig at Jada Pinkett Smith. I mean, not Will Smith, um, Chris Rock, last year at the Oscars as well. So uh, it's like yeah. an ongoing little little topic. Yeah, yeah. Well, they live their open relationship out in public, so digs at them have not been, you know, I mean, they're going to come, baby. Mm-hmm. You're going to get dug on if you, oh, look if at you're this, famous, though. If you're at the Oscars. They're already a mess, huh? A whole just mired in Hollywood nastiness violence now are we on the laaf podcast today you the can oscars um, they were the last civilized place on earth yeah what is, now what is it's the world ruined. coming to there's going to be one of those fences like they have at a concert to protect from the rabid fans except it's just going to be for will smith <laughs> chain link fence to con it did it did distract well. from everything else that happened at the oscars but we are going to get into that today all the winners oh sure and talk about today, March 30th. Uh, we're wrapping this month right up. Yeah, it's a big day. Uh, big day in March. Been Thursday, a big month. Thursday, you know what Thursday's going to be? Oh, shit. A uh, full moon. April Fool's. It's going to uh, oh. be a new moon. Oh, okay. Wow. You had everybody funny, huh? there. Yeah. Yeah, everybody started making their full moon plans, but now they're going to have to make their, what What was it? The new, new moon plans. New moon, plan. okay, new yeah. moon plans basically are just take a bath and go to bed. Turn the lights on more because it's darker out? No, there you go. Yeah, uh, and I have stuff to talk about because uh, we there's been more Picard, you know, which is great, and uh, we're looking forward to that, and we enjoy it. But it's like watching, trying to watch two shows at once, and I'll describe to you those two shows as we continue on the program wildly off uh, the rails already. Who are oh, these who fucking are these people? people? All right, I am but your humble engineer. Our okay co-host of the podcast, just some guy over here, the Jimmy villain, McCammon. the villain of the show, um, but coming uh, from the east to shine her light and to save the show itself from mortal peril is the hero, Grace Faye. Everybody, <laughs> put okay, it, thank you. let's put your hands together, mm-hmm. okay? Good. 
Thank we you. had uh, quite a a winter storm come through. Oh yeah. What LA calls a, a significant storm event come through yesterday, and it actually rained and rained and rained all day long. Yeah, there's giant puddles everywhere when it rains here, and um, and it's like uh, markers of the spots where they refuse to fix. But there's all also be like a couple of cop cars parked around the bigger ones that are really. They really are small ponds. Yes, They're not even puddles. Very bad drainage in the roads here and on the freeways because we're not used to having a lot of rain. So when we do and when it comes down like a torrential pour, uh, yeah, I've driven through probably a f- two feet of water, a little water. It's like pretty dramatic sometimes in the corners of these streets. All that and more gripes about silly Angelinos coming up in today's show. You know it's coming. Uh, one other thing that's coming is uh, today in history. It's a just sort of a like trivia show, okay, for new listeners, for those just joining us. You can support us on Patreon. We have no actual commercial sponsors. Only our Patreon members keep us alive and breathing uh, and uh, uh, drinking fuzzy water. Fizzy water. Fizzy, right. Sparkly no, the water. fuzzy is the kind you don't drink. If it has fuzz on it, don't drink it. <laughs> but in but in like Italian, you say like agua frizzante. So Jesus I see why you Christ. That. that sounds like a lot of work. Frizzante. Isn't that a cool, like frizzy? Uh, bubble, God, bubble, please. It's la croix, not la croix. Oh, man, that's a lot of language. Can I have bubble, please? Have bubble. Yeah. Um, and it's Bubble a space me. for the refined uh, souls, you know, such as Grace over here to, to meet up uh, and discuss in an open exchange of ideas uh, with, uh, the, with uh, the, the lesser intellects, you know, the mere mortals, the, those unstudied, unwashed masses, uh, yes. the working class. I haven't read a book in years, but I, I did read a lot of books years ago. I don't know what a book is. So that's how we're that's how we're different, and plus, also Grace, if I'm uh, to be correct, still identifying as a woman, myself still identifying as a man. So that little dichotomy is often fun, right? <laughs> that's fun, right? There's Everybody lots of fighting to be had. Didn't yes. you ever have your favorite radio show where Robin and uh, her friend, um, the angry man, jabbed at each other and bickered and argued? Isn't that fun? Doesn't it make you feel like a little more human? Jimmy, Jimmy, a book is like a laptop. Top, but you open it and then there's paper. Inside. Oh, yeah. how did they put porn on paper? I don't understand. <laughs> it's the Kama Sutra. They used to have that. Uh, they used to have everything on paper. <laughs> <laughs> how times have changed. You know what? And the next page really loaded faster. It really you, did. Because you could turn it whenever you wanted. When you were just, okay, let's comparison, okay? Time Magazine, the paper thing, versus Time.com, all right? Go mm-hmm. to both of those things and see how fast you can turn pages. Not very fast on Time.com. Also, phones don't work as fucking phones anymore, all right? So don't call me on that, son of a bitch. We're here to talk about phones it all. cameras now. On LAAF, the podcast, that's one thing that's for sure. Grace is raring to go. I can hardly hold her down. Isn't that a little racist? Yeah, so? If you like blood and thunder, come with me. Live from the LAAF Podcast Studios, this is Breaking News. Breaking News. Breaking News. Los Angeles City advances LA Angels Landing High Rise Project, but... (laughs) 
fuller further gentrify the area and make it impossible for working class people to live yeah i mean la is so spread out compared to like manhattan or something that i think there is there are rooms for for us poor artists to go live without it being too expensive or too gentrified but yeah Angel's Landing high-rise project. The project will be the third tallest in Los Angeles and the tallest in the U.S. developed by black developers. (laughs) The tallest building ever developed by black developers. Well, that's something. That's something to hang your hat on, L.A. Next, we're going to get the um, we're going to get the largest parking lot ever paved by Koreans. That's that's coming up next in LA as we pass as we keep surpassing all of these milestones. People like their tall buildings, like Jonathan Van Ness and Getting Curious on Netflix. There's a whole episode he does about um, skyscrapers. It's pretty interesting. Oh yeah, I love them. I love buildings. I love architecture. I don't mind a little like hole in the ground, like a Hobbit hole. Um, Doesn't have to be tall. A judge says it's more likely than not that Trump correctly attempted. Take two. Jimmy McCammon trying to say words. And go. Action. Judge, more likely than not, that Trump corruptly attempted to block Congress from counting votes on January 6th. There you go. Okay, everybody. Enjoy that. It was all Trump's fault. Oh, and he was doing dirty. He was doing everyone dirty, and it was all his fault. So a year and a half, two years after he's already out of office... We will still complain about him. Hey, Jimmy, um, I guess it's okay to have a third cup of coffee. Oh. <laughs> Researchers analyzing a huge data set um, on a bunch of Britons with no cardiovascular disease found that the ones drinking two to three cups of coffee per day were least likely to develop coronary heart disease, heart failure, or arrhythmias over a 10-year period. Folks drinking more or less coffee were at higher risk. Oh, so three. Yeah. Three pots, gotcha. Okay, no, so only cups. everyone out there remember to keep it down to about three pots of coffee, and you should be fine. It's actually optimal for your health. Um, the ramen, no. <laughs> so charges were brought against the nine people in the California retail theft ring. Everyone thought that they were going to get off scot-free. Okay, but the cops, they went and they arrested them, and there you go. You can't just steal from the coals. Okay, because there's hard times about. Just because there's a coronavirus afoot doesn't mean that you can just walk out of the Target with any of the ice trays that you want. You have to purchase those ice trays, you fucking sons of bitches. We have a society here. Oh, hey, we finally watched that um, that TV show with uh, Valensky in it. Valensky? Yeah, oh, the president yeah. of Ukraine. He was Zelensky. actually Zelensky. He was great. He's really charming and funny. Yeah, he's funny and uh, cute. You know, he's the Seinfeld of Hungary or wherever that. Where'd you find Ukraine. that show? Uh, it's on Netflix. Wow, it's on Netflix, you guys. Yeah, I, mean, I don't it think out. it was until this whole, you know, very popular uh, thing started. But it's such an interesting world in which Reagan and Schwarzenegger and, and Zelensky all started as actors, not ever knowing they'd be politicians, and then were able to use that to become politicians. Yeah, but it's not really any of the ones we want, you know? Like, everyone would rather have, like, Tom Hanks and, like, Oprah. That's and, true. like, you know, I mean, people who we actually come up with who would be really cool celebrity, like, politicians they don't ever they won't do it you know Mm. like i want to vote for brad pitt i want to vote for him (laughs) you know the oscars were last night grace did you hear about this yeah it's a little thing they have downtown in hollywood 
and they give away uh, they give away a reward for making the best films of the year, Grace. And they, it's the most fancy of the ceremonies. It's it's more it's the last one of all the award seasons. It's oh, it's a lo- little more fancy than Golden Globes, SAG Awards, all that stuff. Um, yeah, so Coda did win. Um, I saw it. It's really a heartwarming, sweet um, movie about a deaf family. And then um, the actor uh, won for best supporting actor. Um, and then Jane Campion did win for direct best director for Power of the Dog, female director. I completely agree. It was incredibly well directed. Oh, beautiful film. I still have to watch that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was hoping she would win. Another gay western, right? Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that. That's, that's a one way to Been sum, too sum long. it up. Um, and then, of course, hey, Will you're Smith. out on the range there. You know, I think there's more of these stories than we hear about. All right, let's keep these gay westerns coming in. Um, Will Smith did win Best Actor right after he went up and punched the host. Yeah, don't you get kicked out at that point? I mean, I, I think he's a little bit untouchable. He did cry and apologize, and he has officially apologized now, saying his emotions got the better of him. Yeah, but I mean, even if all is well and no charges are filed, etc., don't you like politely, hey, maybe, sir, get in your limousine and you can accept this award posthumously or however you right. call it. Right. I think it was all <laughs> happening so fast. My friends were watching it live. And they said that the screen went blank and they actually yeah. cut out the footage and weren't showing it. And the only reason that I saw it was because Japan still had the footage. Yeah. Oh, the entire world, as I hear, saw the whole thing except for the United States. So it's nice to know that we're, we're protected from violence. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jessica Chastain won Best Actress for the Eyes of Tammy Faye. I actually voted her for her for Best Actress for the SAG Awards. She, she's great in that. Uh, and I don't think the other women compared Nicole Kidman and being the Ricardos didn't quite get the physical comedy that Lucy required. Kristen Stewart and Spencer haven't seen it, but I've heard um, that uh, Jessica Chastain was better. Okay, so here we go. Um, best original song, No Time to Die, Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was very disappointed in this song. It did not. It was not Bondy. Um, yeah, it, it was wasn't. like moody and quiet, like her songs are, and not, not. Yeah, it was James like Bond. modern, yeah. modern slow pop. It had no none of the feel of you know, and it doesn't have to be vintage sounding. But it, there's, they've had a few that have been completely modern, but still had well, a Adele Bond did feel. Skyfall, yeah, and it so was Adele's like one epic was great, and, yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. So no, thank you on that one. Fail. And Kanto won for best animated feature. Can't okay. wait to see that one. Sure, I'll watch a cartoon. And Drive My Car for the Best International Feature Film. I will not watch that. (laughs) I won't lie. I'm not going to read a movie, Grace. This is LAAF. You know something. Tell me. How could you possibly know that? Why are you still a loser? Everybody hates Jimmy. Jimmy thinks it's funny when you cry. Shyman guy, enough. He's a very charming man. He's an idiot. You don't seem like the type of person that anybody would want to hire. I have a personality type that makes it hard to work for or with others. Jimmy is drinking vodka on the toilet. I'm not about all that razzle dazzle. Wear your good suit. This is my good suit. Okay, sure. Um, California uh, aims to limit healthcare costs with new office 
Uh, frustrated by how much they were paying for health care, two groups of California workers sued one of the nation's largest hospital systems. One group secured a half-billion-dollar settlement, the other lost in court. Both cases took nearly a decade to resolve, highlighting the difficulty patients and their employers often face when trying to corral the ever-increasing costs of health care. Now, instead of relying on the market or the courts to keep health care prices in check, Governor Gavin Newsom wants to order the state's hospitals, doctor's offices, and insurance companies to keep their costs below a certain level. If they don't, the state could impose a hefty fine. So this is a great, uh, someone sent this in as like a response to my, like, why do you keep coming up with ways to cost us money thing about the fire trucks? And it's like, um, oh, there you go. How about if we have everybody who's like out of compliance with everything, like imposed a, a hefty fine. So you're, so you got now like a fine around the corner from you everywhere you go as like a healthcare establishment or really any establishment or just like somebody trying to be a small business or somebody trying to like drive down a road or, or whatnot. It's a ton of fun and, um, and it's a police state. So Picard, right? Yeah. Um, this is what we're talking about. The newest remake of the many Star Trek things they've made, right? Yeah, Jimmy? Grace is only scratching the surface on the Star Trek. She's really excited to get into it. Every I mean, time you can I tell her at, eyes are wide on at one of the old ones from like the seventies with William Shatner. Oh yeah. Like 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 it's all white guys and then and then the one girl is like dressed like G- I dream of genie, yeah. like in like a short, like well, she's got weird those. alien costume with like a ton of makeup and really poofy hair. Yeah, uh, it's the funniest little like they're like these little like pinup Lieutenant Uhura aliens. Yeah, yeah. Well now, <laughs> <laughs> well now it does seem like in Picard a lot of the leads are women and they have actual things going on in their life and lines and scenes and stuff. So that's cool. Oh yeah, a lot yeah. of women in the series. Yeah, Jerry Ryan, um, a local favorite, brings back her character from uh, Star Trek Voyager, which was a cool character to begin with. But the way it's all evolved, et cetera, et cetera. And I just gotta say, her acting chops and just the whole Jerry Ryan deal. Okay, that's the best part of the whole deal, the whole show, right? Yeah, I mean, she's like, tough. Uh, she's got that leather jacket. They she's should follow really her fast. more because, mm-hmm. like, what I'm saying is like. This latest episode, especially, they fall into this like thing, okay, where they're trying to punch you in the face with their stupid message about I don't know what immigration. I think they end up going back in time to Los Angeles of 2024, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's like watching two movies at once because, yeah, one of the guys and they address homelessness. They address, but I mean, they never stop. They never stop to let the fucking story keep going. It's like every scene is is just like, oh man, in this society of these days, that all of the everybody like he's talking to Guinan, who is a black character, and um and she's telling him all about how like, you know, well people who look like me can't do anything in twenty twenty four. And it's like, it's twenty twenty four? Like it's not even okay. I mean I and, and, and here's the thing, like I will watch something with that message. I will one hundred percent watch something with that message and be sympathetic. But like you were trying, they're trying to mash two episodes of television together, possibly the greatest episode of Star Trek that could have ever been because of all these like Easter eggs from the time travel of the series and like all this fun stuff and like all these updated characters and like some great acting and some acting you got to ignore, but some great, but like 
Mash it up with like an NCIS. Not LA even that. Just episode. a full woke, full message, all message, no substance thing. I don't even know what it was. Like even like they like they had the have the if they had portrayed the ice guards as like human too, right? Like who who thinks that ice guards They were portrayed as villains hundred yeah. percent. And and like self motivated. Like he was really enjoying putting the screws yeah. to this Hispanic fella, you know? Like it was so it was so like surface and transparent and fucking on the nose, you know. Like if they had the thing is go deeper or go shallower, okay? Don't don't like touch the don't touch the subject and and, and just be like, man, Ice is sure the villain over here, and and they're bad. And in twenty twenty, in the in the mid twenty twenties, it was sure shitty with them deporting everyone for no reason and stuff, you know. And 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 so fine. But like then, when you show the ice guy, you got to show how he's a human too, and he fucking hates it, and it's bad for him, and it's bad for his family and colleagues too, right? You can't just be like, see how bad he is. See what a mean white bad actor guy we cast for this. Now that I've been in film production. I can barely even watch anything without breaking it down and going, oh, that was a shot of background right there. They didn't speak. Oh, that person was a guest star. See how their acting wasn't yeah. quite up to it. I know. You know it's ruined. Um, look, oh, we know that location. But this I was really enjoying. Like, I was really enjoying the time travel. There was this little Easter egg that was like a, basically a remake of a scene from Star Trek Four. Like, you know, for dorks like me, it was going to be so much fun. And, and, and they, they didn't, they wouldn't let it. They wouldn't let it be fun because they had to have their message. And it's just like, and, and, and here's the, you could have your message. You could have your message and I could have my show too. Go ahead and drop your message in. It's fine. Like he gets detained by ice. That's a great little side story. Okay. Stop punching me in the face with the ice is the bad guys thing. It doesn't have to do with Star Trek. It doesn't have to do with time travel in the future and going back in time to stop the Borg. <laughs> Which is a very important thing to do because it's Borg, the most important thing when you're watching Star Trek. Stop the Borg! <laughs> you have to stop the Borg. That's number one. Okay, that's is mission. Is that the really hot lady with no legs? Yes, the Borg. Yeah. What a gr- uh, yeah. She, there's a Borg queen portrayed in this move in this show, and um, and she wants to like become one with you in your mind, and that's a bad thing. Yeah, no, I would be down with it. I'd be fine with it, especially if she's very low maintenance. She has no, as an actor, that's the greatest job. No marks, anything. She's just like this disembodied robotic torso. But she yeah, has all the great the monologues. The makeup and the prosthetics, though, must be quite an ordeal that takes a lot of time to put on in the morning. Yeah. So anyways, uh, watch Picard, but like, I guess fast forward every 10 minutes or so because they're just going to punch you in the face with how bad Whitey is. This is LAAF. If Happy's drowning in panties and a matching bra, yeah, why not? She had such grace. Come on, I'm from Connecticut. Well, you know, grace is a tough one. Ladies and gentlemen, the LAAF podcast proudly presents... Can't stop helping, won't stop helping. Grace? Well, you don't want too much grace. She's here to guide you. Wear a cute mask. This is how helping works. Love the Guggenheim. I'm all about saving the trees. This is Grace. She's a natural beauty. No, no more helping. I like a more upscale nachos. Is trying. Just go along and sell out, Woo-hoo! honey. To help. Helping accomplished. This segment is brought to you by the Wedding Planning Podcast. 
You too can do it yourself and look into all the details of the very expensive one-day event that you're going to work on for over a year before it actually happens. Hay bales, old pallets. That sounds romantic. What kind of flowers should we have? Handwritten invitations. No, you're supposed to print those. <laughs> um, in any case, um, it is almost April, uh, which is a beautiful spring month, and we are going to have a new moon, so um, good time to kind of let it all go and start again. Um, I have also been watching Le Television, um, HBO. I finished The Gilded Age. It was great. Uh, they show um, Edison lighting the buildings in New York for the first time, and oh. they show um, the mansions in Newport and really cover the whole Gilded Age era, which has lots of good corsets and yeah, um, just, hoity-toity I'm, people. You always mention the things that I might be interested in, but this is basically a love story about poofy shoulders, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and so then, because I have HBO for just a little while longer, I'm making myself watch Euphoria, which a lot of my friends love. It's kind of a druggy high school series. No, um, thank Zendaya. you. Um, but it's definitely updated. Like they even have a drug dealer in there that's like a literal child. He's like eight years old, and he that actor is great. He's got mm. this really. He's got like a face tattoo and really funny like voice, and he. Oh, cool. Yeah, anyway, there's a is lot of Is it gritty sex. like um, uh, Snowfall yes. or uh, The Wire or something say, like that? Oh, really? Okay. Say. That's it's interesting. It's pretty gritty. These kids are, there is high school, but it's not like happy at the lockers. It's like the, all yeah. the drugs they're doing. One of them's making like a sex tape or her sex tape was leaked. Then Jesus. the parties are crazy. Then one of them's doing like on online camming, you know, humiliating <laughs> people and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm put off wild. by children. I just don't. I don't like them much. Well, it is much older. It has a much older feel than than that. Well, anyway, I think I assume most of the actors I would hope are early twenties, like they usually do in Hollywood. Eighteen to play younger is a whole thing in Hollywood. Once you're, oh, yeah. most people who are playing eighteen are 19, 20, 21. For fingering yeah. purposes, yes. Oh, Jimmy. Sorry. Um, I have been watching Outlander on Stars. Um, that's trotting along. They're in uh, the Americas now, and the American Revolution's about to kick off. And then I haven't been over to Netflix in a while, but Bridgerton has a second season, and I really want to see that documentary, Bad Vegan. Uh Oh, yeah. It's about some con woman, I think. Sure. Uh, that uh, uh, President Zelensky's uh, show is available on Netflix, though, just to mention that again, because it's actually a pretty good show. What's it called? I, uh, Servant of the People. Servant of the People. And they it's have very it much a, like a veepish, you know, it's dubbed, so I just watch it with the sound off. But it was interesting because you could tell. I like, like here in other languages, okay? They didn't have a lot of location. <gasps> like it seemed like they just had a white background. Yeah. Um, yeah. They had some sets, but they're cheap. You can tell it's cheap, especially American standards. I haven't seen much other Ukrainian television, but yeah, it's certainly cheap, but it was very popular. You know, you don't have to um you, uh, you don't have to be expensive to be popular. Yeah, it seemed like the acting was good, the casting was good, and then the um the acting was strong. Um, my friend Michelle Halterman started a new podcast called Obsessed Much with Michelle Halterman and just did an episode with my friend Casey um, where they talk about the tarot, the Hollywood business, teenage obsessions, and a whole bunch more. So check her out on Apple um, or watch on YouTube. Nice. Yeah, Obsessed Much. Uh, Michelle's and a lot of fun. She knows a lot about reality TV and I met her as a stand-in. Well, and if we're doing plugs, remember I need to do an anti-plug, which is don't listen to Singalapur podcast. Uh, Sigala per podcast on, uh, you know, all the things, Spotify, iTunes, you know, because they stole another one of our things. I heard their latest show and they were sitting there, you know, and they were talking shit about rich people 
you know, and that's our thing. We're like the podcast of the people, kind of, and um, uh, of the working man and woman, and um, and there they were, there they were, uh, confronting and abusing the the rich, and that's our job, and I don't appreciate it. All right, so Singala per podcast, back off. Okay, back down and don't go listen to him and don't go follow him on Instagram and Twitter either. Except dude, that's his brother. I love my brother. I hate that podcast though. We're totally fighting. Oh, fuck, man. I hate him. Uh, we do have, unfortunately, some cockroaches in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cockatoos, cock, uh, peacocks, we have rats cockroaches, here. rats, mm-hmm. raccoons, coyotes. Stinks. <laughs> Yeah, I won that round. And dolphins. But not so many seals. I haven't really... Oh, wait, there's seals down by Marina Del Rey along the pier. Oh, sure. Anywhere um, Yeah. Anywhere there's wood. Seals love wood. Not seals, but what's the other one? Sea, sea lions. lions. Yeah. That's what we have. Yeah. yeah. A lot of sea elephants, too. Do they have tusks, kind of? Yeah, sea elephants got tusks. They have trunks. They have four hooves. Um, they have tails. Uh, they eat um, peanuts mainly. I would say that the weather and the f- wildflowers here in LA are going to be beautiful in the next week. Uh, beautiful in March and April in general. Oh, yeah. You guys could check out those poppy fields. Do not lie down in the poppy fields like I did in my photo shoot. I got schooled on Instagram for it. Um, but stay on the trails and admi- admire the beautiful wildflowers. What did people say on Instagram? Oh, I got um, a conservationist commented and said... Oh, don't squish them. Don't squish the flowers, yeah. Go fuck yourself, oh, conservation. Oh, it's okay. What no, do you think I've, the deer are doing? What well, do you think the deer are doing? You're an animal too. And tripping out. They're eating poppies. They're lying down in them. They're taking a shit right on it. Like you're an animal too. You get all the rights that a deer has. You can take a shit on a poppy if you want, but which Grace did. We have a whole photo essay not. from that. Um, but you know, people when they swarm one area, like they do the poppy fields. I I understand. Like. Okay. You don't want them to get trampled. There's a whole, you look out and there's a whole billion other poppies. Like, it's it'll be fine. The poppies will be fine if uh, fucking cute blonde girls from Hollywood lie down in it for a second and take a selfie. Get well, out of here, conservationist. I wanted to replicate that Wizard of Oz shoot, you know, with Judy Garland, where she falls asleep. It's a good and one. And the witch casts a spell. Poppies. Poppies will put them to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> wow. My pretty. Very good. <laughs> I'm melting. Ah, yes. What a world. What a world. And now it's time for Famous Birthdays on LAAF. Oh, here's one for you, Grace. I walk down the street like a good girl. Doris Day? That's right. Doris Day. Uh, it's Doris Day's birthday. Uh, you know, this week, uh, this is a little segment on the show where we present those uh, luminaries from our culture who were born on this date or this week or in this time frame in general. The point is so that if your birthday is one on one of these days, then you can relate yourself to their stardom and their general betterness than you. <laughs> Um, Tracy Chapman and Nora Jones were born on March 30th. Canceled? What? None of them are canceled. They're oh. both incredible songwriters. Oh, male Tracy Chapman or female one? 
female. Oh no, but she's she not does cancer. sound a little bit like a male when she sings. I like that. Oh yeah, nice she's raspy, low lady voice. In general, if you're an Aries born on March 30th, you're a bold, generous person who lives life to the fullest and is never afraid to take chances on your self-appointed path to wisdom and enlightenment. Does that go for me too? Am I close enough to all that? And besides, let's go Close-ish. over. Close-ish. It does say that an Aries should marry a Gemini, so that's good. A lot of people getting back to us on the Instagram too about how, like, you know, um, uh, there's tons of other handsome actors besides uh, Steve McQueen that was born on March 24th. Oh, right, right. Jim Parsons. Harry Houdini. Yeah, The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Robert Carradine. Yeah, yep. so, I mean, look, everybody, okay, lots of good, solid, handsome Hollywood actors were born on March 24th. And besides you, Jimmy, Steve happy McQueen. birthday. I hope you had a wonderful birthday. No, it was the greatest. It was maybe one of the greatest, actually. So, yeah, it was wonderful. Oh, good. Yeah, I mean, chilled, really. Really, the greatest thing to do when you're 43 is just chill and maybe a couple good friends, you know? A couple good friends hanging out intimate hanging just chilling you know watching the fire oh no or what did we watch the fish video not fish not that fish no (laughs) not the band no videos of actual fish okay doing like research looking at like undersea activities it's this thing we do where you search on google what was the one it was like new zealand islands or something like underwater worlds and stuff like that ambience ambience and then you can it's like these long loop videos of nature that play and then you can put whatever music you want and you've got like a little audio visual display yeah I mean, you you could put that on your TV. If you can connect your computer um, to your screen in some way, which I think people can. Eat a mushroom, unplug, all right? Hang out with some buds. Nothing like that. That was my birthday. A lot of singers born today. Happy birthday to Celine Dion and Eric Clapton as well on, on the 30th. Oh, okay. Yeah, we should probably get into it because Sam Walton was born. Oh, geez. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, and happy birthday to Katie Mixon, the actress in American Housewife, who hey. I worked near for a few seasons there. Um, I recently saw her in, oh, oh, she's in There's Something About Pam or whatever that new um, true crime series with Renee Zellweger is. Okay, I She's the w- woman who gets murdered, yeah. Uh, did we do Nora Jones? Mm-hmm. Uh, Piers Morgan? I used to love that Nora Jones CD, oh, yeah. Come Away With Me in college, and just listen to it over and over. It still remains the best, like, rainy day soundtrack you can oh, have. Oh, hell yeah. And, okay, so, I mean, like, circa 2003, if you wanted to date any girl, you had to first own the Nora Jones album, <laughs> because then it could be playing in your car when you picked her up. Right, and 10 years before, you had to own the Tracy Chapman and album. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, it would not help. It would not, it would not hurt to have both of those... Um, on you if you're trying to do any kind of dating in the Continuing Al Gore. the old tradition of playing music to uh, to seduce people. Happy birthday, Alger. Okay, Al Gore, former vice president, man bear pig himself. And also happy birthday today to Vincent van Gogh. He was born in 1853. Crazy. Dutch artist and painter. Um, never uh, succeeded financially during his life, but became incredibly famous afterwards. Yeah, ain't that how it is with art? I expect everybody, that's why we're archiving these podcasts, Grace. He suffered from psychotic episodes and delusions and often neglected his physical health, did not eat properly and drank heavily. Hey, remember one year ago today when we noted Pedro Pascal, the Mandalorian himself, his birthday? Well, it's come around again. (laughs) 
Um, right now, Van Gogh's paintings are some of the world's most expensive fa- paintings. Uh, the irises are on display at the Getty Museum here in Los Angeles. And there is a museum named after him, the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam, which holds the world's largest collection of his paintings and drawings. That would be really cool to see. And there is a, a display of like 3D projected sort of Van Gogh art um, that travels around. It did a little installation here in L.A. It My did friends went to that, yeah. Yeah, it seems pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty expensive, but they've been doing the. They do these interesting, like, pop up Instagram uh, events here in Los Angeles. There's, like, a happiness museum, and you can take pictures by all the, like, installations and the neon. And then there's the Van Gogh exhibit where you walk through the paintings, which are digitally projected on the walls. Van. Oh, hey, Los Angeles putting the penis in happiness. Uh, Happy birthday to uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi himself, all right, RIP 2000, but uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Alec Guinness, everybody, happy birthday. Wait, Alec Guinness is like a British actor? Uh, Sure, yeah, played Obi, Obi Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, Also, Adam Scott has a birthday coming up this week, we love Adam. Um, and tomorrow, happy birthday to Rhea Perlman, one of the original SNL ladies. Okay, sure. Uh, Ewan McGregor and Christopher Walken. Happy birthday this week to Marlon Brando, who's shared some some roles with me, so that's pretty cool. And Eddie Murphy, who's shared no roles with me. Zero. Uh, but was really great in that recent movie, I Am Dolomite, something like that. Underrated film. Very good. Robert Downey Jr. having a birthday this week. And Heath Ledger, R.I.P. as well. Okay, a lot of P's being R.I.'d out there. A lot of P. And happy birthday to the Lesser Spears. You know who this is, Grace? Jamie Lynn. That's right, Jamie Lynn Spears, turning 30. Whoever heard of her? Nobody. I guess Britney's kind of mad at her and both her parents after that whole concern. Oh, she is telling all. Oh, she is dishing. Okay, Brittany's dishing both pictures of her nude body, which is fine. Thank you so much for coming here and talking with us. They're making fun. Come on, it's embarrassing. For the whole week? Yes, sir. And now. That's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and guess what else? Today, Junior! The LAAF Podcast presents. Today! Today! Is today even a thing? Even a thing? It's a big deal, Grace Faye. Everybody knows it, all right? I don't know if you're quite aware of what a big deal it was. Well, one thing. I want to go backwards in time. I want to take us back 24 hours, okay? Because yesterday was World Piano Day, and it was also Mom and Pop Business Owners Day. We want to encourage you to go out there and support your favorite mom and pop shop and the LAAF podcast is a mom and pop shop I mean we have no kids uh, we're crazy uh, 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 childless eccentrics uh, <laughs> but uh, you know we're uh, we've got a mom and pop shop going oh and our favorite mom and pop shop in Pasadena how about the crazy apple go there and get yourself uh, I don't know really something good ice sweet mmm something sweet and support your favorite mom and pop shop today yeah we could be your mom and pop whoa 
It is uh, National Doctors' Day today, March 30th. Thank God there are doctors, because um, I don't know how to take care of my own health. I appreciate that. <laughs> a little under the weather today, as I've noticed, all right? I know the audience doesn't notice. They just uh, hear the show being rescued from my uh, from my, my clutches. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little under the weather. I did have a show this weekend and was out and about with a lot of people, oh, yeah. um, but I did not get COVID. I tested negative, but I am a little sick. And so that's the other thing that's going to happen as we take our masks off. I guess you get all those stupid colds that we used to get. Oh, yeah. And you don't have no immunity to them anymore either because everybody's been wearing masks for two years. It's going to be, oh, it's National Lemon Chiffon Cake Day Mm, today. That sounds delicious. Is that like lemon meringue? I don't think so. I don't know what it is. I'm not a fan of meringue. I don't, you know, it's uh, chiffon, you know. It's chiffon a, is like a kind of fabric that's in a wedding dress. Oh, come on. Everything's in a wedding dress for you <laughs> these days. Like, I've heard the, yeah. Lemon chiffon cake. Uh, let's see. It's one of the most refreshing, fluffy spring cakes loved by people globally. It's. Uh, it looks like to be this un, um, you know, this untopped. It doesn't have the frosting on it, so I'm out, basically. That's how the lemon chiffon cake goes. Have a happy mm. lemon chiffon cake day if you want that, but uh, it has no frosting, so go fuck yourself. Um, it's also National Pencil Day. I like oh, a good. good pencil. Oh, yeah, you got to have it. You As an actor, that's one of your top you three tools. Yeah, when you're an actor, you write. I draw. use a pencil to draw a line between no all the beats when the... the gutter um, started. When the, when the energy of the scene changes or when the objective changes and you make a mark between, then on the side I write all of the active <laughs> verbs that I'm using in order that I'm trying to get with that line. So like to offend, like to defend, to oh. please, to seduce, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, this is one of uh, tomorrow's going to be one of Grace's big days. It is National I Am In Control Day. That's today, March 30th. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. I got um, my day off by one yeah so be in control well this was this is because um the then secretary of state it started in 81 the then secretary of state alexander haig took control of the situation (laughs) because ronald reagan was uh almost assassinated they attempted that on this day uh, back in 1981 and the president was being rushed to the surgery on a rainy afternoon. A bullet lodged in his lung. And Alexander Haig, the Secretary of State, made the statement, As of now, I am in control here in the White House. He got in trouble with the media for saying that. He later explained that he only meant he was in charge until Vice President George Bush could be sworn in. He just and, wanted to say it, you know? And a rin tin tin and a rum tum tum. It's a big day for me as an Irishman. Oh, yeah. Is it National like Tater Day is tomorrow. Don't we eat potatoes in Ireland? Um, yes. Okay, yeah. great. It was cool. brought over um, from North America, actually, but uh, took root. <laughs> Check you out. In Ireland. <laughs> Have you ever grown you um, can't beat that. potatoes in the ground from the little eyes? I've done it before. Yeah. You cut the little, you know, on a potato, if you like leave it in your bowl for too long and then it starts to sprout in all these different directions from the little eyes in it and little green sprouts come out, you can cut each one of those in chunks, put it in water with toothpicks, and then the roots will spread down, and then you can plant it in the earth, and that will grow little potato plants. And what's cool about harvesting these potatoes is that they have a little like leafy green on top, but you dig under, and then the root itself is the potato, and it's so good. Yeah. Sounds good. I would eat that. I would eat that food that you were just talking about. It's going to be mash- It's going to be national nana... Wow. Take two, everybody. All right. This is Jimmy McCammon trying to say his line. 
action. National Manatee Appreciation Day is tomorrow, everybody. Oh, I do appreciate them. I do like They're them. not the most beautiful creature. No. We don't really have them here. They live in the swamps and stuff in Florida, I think. No, not so. Not as beautiful, but just so gentle. They have those cute little, like, like round of my Pillsbury Doughboy, like, um, little roundy bits yeah. to them. Yeah. Like like the Michelin yeah, Tire chubbers. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Cute. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is National Take a Walk in the Park Day today. Uh, why not find your nearest park and take a walk? Taking yeah, a walk is the for best it. thing. Uh, you you can paid do. some good taxpayer money for that shit. Might as well enjoy it. Maybe when you're walking, um, you can get a beautiful photograph of something you see. You can let your mind relax and think of a song you might write or a poem or listen to a podcast or an audiobook. Hey, and tomorrow's National uh, National Cesar Chavez Day. Cesar Chavez. Oh, yeah. Big hero of the LAAF podcast. We love him. When I'm taking a walk in the park, I like to see what animals come around and then look up in my cool, like, hippie book, Animal Speak, and read about the, like, the significance of seeing that kind of animal. Ah. Like, when you see, like, a white heron fly over, what does that mean? Or Shitty luck. A little squirrel comes up to you and chatters. Also shitty luck. skunk. No, there's, there's those, different Both meanings. of those things mean you're going to die. It's so fun to reminisce, isn't it? Yeah, it is fun to reminisce. Yeah. And now, the LAAF Podcast presents Today in History. That's what I'm saying. This week in history, March 29th, 1973, the U.S. withdraws from Vietnam. Uh, Finally. Finally. Uh, my dad and uh, uncles got to take a break, and uh, when my one uncle got to come home, and uh, that's cool. I think he came home sometime before that. Anyways, I'd have to get some facts straight to actually know some stuff, but that's a good deal. Yeah, my parents made quite a lot of effort trying to avoid the draft. Getting mm. married, going to school, having kids, all these things you could do to kind of like put it off a little bit longer. Ow, and my foot. they used to like wear the black armbands and sing folk songs in the park. Okay. Did you wear a black armband when they shot the man who said peace would last forever? That's depressing, Jimmy. Just be happier. Like, what's your deal? Also, um, 1981, March 30th, President Reagan, as you mentioned earlier, shot. Kaboom, boom. John Hinckley was was the attacker. He was the son of an affluent oil industry executive. And he was charged but found not guilty by reason of insanity and was committed to an insane asylum. Oh. Oh, oh. didn't they let him out? <laughs> or no, they let some weird, like, big-time assassin out recently. Sirhan mm. Sirhan or something like that. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I'm sure I'll Google that later. Uh, happy birthday to the Eiffel Tower. Oh, March nice. 31st, 1889. The Eiffel Tower, they say, opens. But I don't know if it can open. I wonder if they pulled a big sheet off of it. You know, that'd be a gigantic sheet. You got to pull it off. Uh, zaza! Oh, no, they say, uh, voila! Voila. Yeah, that's what they say. Here it there. is. Yep, here is your tower. In uh, 1909, the Queensboro Bridge, which is also known as the 59th Street Bridge, was built, linking the New York boroughs of Manhattan and Queens. Um, yeah, I know that the name of that because of that Paul Simon song, Feeling Groovy. It's called Feeling Groovy or the 59th Bridge Street song. Mm. Yeah. Slow down, you move too fast. Uh, Got yeah. to make the moments last just. And uh, speaking of, you know, Irish immigrants, my uh, 
my grandparents were Irish immigrants in in New York, and perhaps they and their buddies had some something to do with building all those bridges and shit. Complete this rhyme, Grace. Mm. In the year 1492. Mm. Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Wrong. Spain expelled all the Jews. Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Anti-Semitism, a lot older than we think. Yeah, I don't think I learned that. Yeah, King Ferdinand II of Aragorn and Queen Isabella. (laughs) Queen Isabella? <laughs> Queen Isabelle Poopy Pants of Castillo conquered the Nasseri Kingdom of Grenada, finally <laughs> freeing Spain from Muslim rule. Jimmy, after put down the drugs. What's happening? 800 years. Too much I, coffee. Look, listen. If you give $1 a month at least to the Patreon, we promise that at least some of a portion of those proceeds will be given to speech therapy for the hosts. But until then, you have to put up with these fantastic pronunciations. In uh, 1918, <laughs> no, in 1867, <laughs> the United States government bought Alaska. Okay, happy from birthday, Russia, Alaska. From Russia for $7.2 million. Oh, wow. Which is about two cents per acre. Going to come back for it soon. Russia. Yeah, but to have to, to get to Alaska, you have to go through Siberia. Yeah, you can practically walk across that when it's frozen. <laughs> it's <laughs> Just fine. skate right across. No big deal. Yeah, you ski over to the United States. That's what Sarah Palin was so scared of. That's why she was trying to beef up uh, security on the border of Alaska. Well, those Alaskans are pretty tough, I hear. Oh, yeah. They got guns and everything. Yeah, they cut down their own trees and build their own houses and stuff. Yeah, they wrestle a moose in the morning instead mm-hmm. of drinking coffee. And cuddle with a grizzly at night. Yeah, exactly. They put fucking ice in their shoes. They put it <laughs> in there. They wear underwear made out of knives. They burn their food for fun. Yeah, that's right. They marry, <laughs> <laughs> they marry and settle down with a wolf. <laughs> that's Alaska for you. Yep. Uh, coming soon, Alaska AF. <laughs> <laughs> And no, happy birthday. Actually, they do have these casting calls I get, you know, in L.A. where they're like, chance to play like Anna in The King and I, like in Alaska for three months. You go oh. up there, you do perform the musical theater. The pay is pretty bad. Sure. Yeah. Remote theatrical to tours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You can get on that. Yeah, um, sure. It's the That's step, about the level it, I'm at. It's a step down from Carnival Cruise Ship. Mm. <laughs> Yep, the Carnival Cruise Ships are back. I do have friends booked on some of those as performers. It's a classic young performer job, especially if you're a singer or a dancer. And I know people who have fallen in love on those cruise ships. Like, oh, sure. You know, a guy in the band and a girl dancer and that kind of thing. So It's a great gig if you don't need or want any family or friends. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but that you can save money because it just... One of my friends um, was on a cruise ship when... Uh, the coronavirus hit and she had to stay inside her cabin in the porthole quarantined. They all did for like months and they wouldn't let the ship dock and wouldn't let them off because there was COVID on board. This was also the week in history that uh, President Nixon signed the legislation banning cigarette ads on TV and radio. Wow, that worked everybody, huh? Nobody smokes anymore. 
Um, in 2011, hundreds of Inca artifacts are welcomed back into Peru in a lavish ceremony after being out of the country for nearly a hundred years. The items had been taken from Machu Picchu and housed at Yale University. Uh, uh. The government of Peru had hosted a lengthy campaign against Yale, saying the artifacts had only been on loan to the university, and Yale eventually gave in, returning them. Oh. Bad Yale. Mmm. If we only knew someone who could get through to those bastards. There was a lot of shit like that where they had like the old Bibles and like original folios of Shakespeare written on goat skin and stuff that you could go and look at. Oh yeah, but, uh, well nothing surprised me. They have Geronimo's goddamn skull buried under that place. Okay, they oh, stole it the from tongue. a holy Jesus. ground. All right, George W. Bush went in there and he fucking stole it. Everybody knows that. You're listening to LAAF. Okay, what kind of pranks are you going to play on people for April Fool's Day? Oh, um, well, I'm going to reveal, I mean, I'll just reveal what was fake of the last, like, week and a half or so. You take a take back the proposal? Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> just hilarious. First thing waking up and be like, hey, hey, just nudge you awake and be like, hey, hey, April Fool's. And you're like, what? What do you mean? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> be like, April so Fool's. Mad. It was a joke. <laughs> uh, okay, here's the one I used to do when I was a kid. I used to switch. Uh, my parents always had grapefruit with like sugar on it in the morning Ooh, yeah. and like a maraschino cherry. Do the salt. So yeah, I put salt in the sugar bowl. Yeah. Oh. And then the, and then that would the salt would go in the coffee and the grapefruit, and then I'd watch my parents eat. Now it and the giggle. kids they put fentanyl. <laughs> that's a dark joke. That's oh, no that's joke. Not, what? Uh, no, not the not a lethal dose. Come on. Um, Just I guess a funny dose. It's been around since um, 1582. What? Uh, April Fool's Day. Oh yeah. When France switched to the Gregorian calendar. Um, yeah, they used to have paper fish placed on their backs um, because it represented like a hooked fish or a gullible person. So like sticking a sign on someone's back. Oh, I, yeah, mm-hmm. I see. Uh-huh, kick me. Kick me, that right. kind of thing. Classic. Good one. Um, but they also had it in Scotland where it was a two-day event starting with ha- hunting the gawk, G-O-W-K, which is the word for a cuckoo bird or a, f- a symbol for the fool. And then they had lots of pranks uh, played on people's derrieres, such as pinning fake tails or kick me signs on them. Wow, that mm-hmm. is funny. Um, did they ever put a whoopee cushion under someone before they sat down? These are tired, I think social media, old jokes. Social media is the best way to do April Fool's is to make a big announcement that's going to get a ton of likes and really commit to it. Like, we're pregnant or... I don't but know, even, but what I would don't be know. Funny? I haven't even done one of those for a few years because I'm mm. just like... It's like it's so everyone, much work because everyone believes it, and then you have to. Well, be like, it's April either. Fools. Well, yeah, it's one or the other. Either everyone believes it, or or everyone's doing one. So you're like, I don't know. Some things on social media are kind of fucked up. I think it works best when you use your acting skills and you just say something with a lot of intensity and realism, like, you know, I saw this crazy animal today on the way here. Oh yeah. I don't know. I made that up. That wasn't good, but like. No, that would work. I would. I would be like, oh my god, what <laughs> Shut animal, up. Chris? Shut <laughs> up. Well, I was gonna say like I saw a car crash, but that wouldn't be a big deal in L.A. and it wouldn't be funny. Man, it's hard. You know what? There was a few bad jokes at the Oscars. I'll tell you that much. Mm. All right, but on this week in history, Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz uh, d- got divorced, and one of the best jokes at mm. the Oscars was. Um, 
they said, uh, 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 what was the joke? Um, oh, yeah, he somehow made, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, shout out to, oh, who was the goddamn director of that film? Uh, you know, Sorkin, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Aaron Sorkin, who somehow made a movie about Lucille Ball with no jokes in it. <laughs> that is a good Which joke. Which is good Sadly and true. fucking true because that movie was goddamn terrible. Yeah, but um, but uh, Amy <laughs> oh, no, Poehler the, did the produce joke? Lucy and Desi, which you can see as well, which is good. It's an actual documentary. Oh sure, yeah, I'll watch that. I'm sure I'll watch that tonight. Uh, yep, and so all of that stuff. We would also like to invite you to support us as always on the Patreon. We can get the speech therapy. We can get a few more little things, little items of gear in here. Maybe get someone uh, in here, you know, uh, hanging out once in a while. Third microphone. That's fun. Uh, got a comedian coming in from uh, Long Beach next week. Our buddy Michaela King, who does shows up north where we're from, who does shows down here, who does all kinds of stuff everywhere. Uh, well, you'll find out all about Michaela on uh, next week's show. Okay, here's a joke you could do. You sure. could put pe- crunchy peanut butter on someone's shoe and be like, oh, shit, you stepped in dog shit. Okay. And then you can take your finger and eat it. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Because it's peanut butter and you put it there. Yeah, but then what if they had stepped in actual shit and you were eating just peanut butter and shit? Okay. Go to go to a... Yeah, that would suck. Thanks. Go to find a window door and blow up a bunch of balloons and put them right in front of the door so it looks like the whole room is full of balloons. Okay. That's yeah. a lot of effort. That's a lot of Use stuff. Use a teeny to be sticker doing. or tape to cover the sensor on the clicker. No matter matter how hard you try to press the remote buttons, that's nothing will one. work on the TV. Oh, I love that. <gasps> that's we so just pull mean. The, we just pull one battery out. You got You can't pull both because you'll feel the weight. But if you pull one battery out, that's oh, the perfect. Oh wow! But I mean, but when does it go too far and people start to get really upset? Three and a half minutes in my household. I think maybe fake bugs and spiders are great. That always works. Yeah, like that works fake on plastic bugs. That works on like the ladies and the children kind of, but um, the problem is dudes. You can't really, you know, it's hard to surprise the dudes. It's hard to surprise. Well, I don't mean to be gender, but like, you know, uh, anybody with uh, uh, some fortitude. Okay, here's know? one. Here's one. Slip a sign reading "Honk and Smile" into your boyfriend's car. Oh, that's and a then good wonder one. why everyone's—he's gonna wonder why everyone's beeping at him. All that's the time. pretty good. I will do that to my boyfriend. Um, <laughs> okay, go follow us on the stuff and have a good week out there. We'll be back next week with Michaela King. That over there is Grace Faye. She's been great today. Me, I've been mediocre, and I continue to be mediocre every day for you, and also you. And, and you. It was really a pleasure. Really, really. Oh, really? Look, I gotta go. Are you listening to this?